Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. This podcast is sponsored by Stoney's Restaurant and Bar in Sirencester. For great food and friendly atmosphere, check out www.stoneys.co. Also, you can telephone them on 01285 642 006. This podcast is sponsored by the Old Calf Sirencester. Table bookings, reservations, or further information, telephone 0756 839 6585 or 01285 651 484. All right, I'm Len. And uh, you're listening to what the actual fuck podcast. Don't know what the fuck that is. Some shit. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hey there, what the actual fuckers. Welcome to another edition of WTAF, a This Country podcast. I'm here with the man who gets plumbed more than Kerry and has more pending court cases than Uncle Nugget. It's Neil. (laughs) (laughs) That's an opening. That's a new one. That is a new one. That is an opening and a half. That is. Now, just to let everybody know, we're normally... Bi-weekly, is that right? Yeah, every two weeks. Every two weeks, fortnightly, we could say. But for the next few weeks, uh, you lucky people, we are going to be going weekly because we are going to ramp up to the start of Series 2. Not sure exactly when that is, uh, but uh, we thought it be good because we're going to go through each individual episode of Series 1, which we're going to start next week. And uh, obviously we had Len yesterday. And today is a very uh, old Pancast pal. He's the po- uh, BBC Points West legend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one and only Nibsy. Oh, uh, you see, when you say legend, you know, it makes me feel old. But I'm, I'm a, hopefully I'm a young legend. That's you are trying. a young legend. Yeah. You're, a, you're, a, you're a, but a legend nonetheless. Now, um, the reason that, you're, uh, that we are having a quick chat with you here is not only that you're a This Country fan, Mm-hmm. Uh, but you did a massive uh, announcement yesterday, 
on social media and on uh, radio. Would you like to go through that for us again? Yeah, basically, we, we teased this last Friday, actually. I teased it, and you, you kindly retweeted it for me as well. And the th- actually, the interesting thing was all the theories that came back about yeah. what the announcement was going to be. We were saying, look, 8 o'clock on Monday morning on Radio Gloucestershire, we have an exclusive, massive announcement to do with the second series of this country. So people were coming back, and they were saying, um, am I taking over the keeper's arms? Uh, am I going to be in the second series? Uh, is there going to be a Martin Mucklow spin-off film of this country tour? Um, and actually, if I was in the second series, which I'm not, by the way, if I was, I wouldn't announce it at eight o'clock on a Monday morning on Radio Gloucester. <laughs> so, but the actual announcement is, and this is this is really great because it's it's not something the BBC does a lot. They there are press screenings for these shows, so in a couple of weeks there will be the press screening in London. But what they're doing is on Monday, the 5th of February at the Bingham Hall in Sirencester, they're going to screen the first two episodes of series two before anybody else gets to see it. So before it's broadcast, and we still don't have the broadcast date either, um, and it's going to be for people, there's going to be some invited guests, but the majority of tickets, a few hundred tickets, are going to be available for anybody um, to go to that. It's going to be a question and answer session, which I'm going to host, uh, hopefully with Daisy and Charlie and uh, Tom and Simon, the director, and producer of the show so you'll get to see the first two episodes of series two before anybody else uh and the tickets are free uh, we can talk about in a minute about how you can get hold of them because it's all going to be done by a ballot um and there are terms and conditions the big one is really that 80 uh, percent of the tickets the bbc have said they want it to go to gloucestershire people this is a, a gloucestershire thing it's going to be on home turf and home turf for daisy and charlie as well so they're waiting it in favor of gloucestershire fans of this country but the tickets are free and like i say it's not something that happens a lot um they do screenings for say some of the bigger programs like blue planet um and strictly specials and things like that but for this uh, this is a real real rare opportunity and, and fantastic and, and it's free as well so what's not to like exactly what is not to like and you're going to be there. We oh. will be. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We are we going to be, be covering all the bases for all of our uh, <laughs> all of our uh, podcast fans. Um, no, I was going to ask Nipsey, how do they apply for the tickets? They said they so could. So it's really easy. Yeah, it's all being. This is so the whole event's being arranged through the BBC Shows and Tours Department. So if you go and see a show in London or a BBC recording, it's the same department. Uh, so you go on the website. Uh, it's bbc.co.uk slash shows and tours and navigate through to the This Country section. If you, I think it's under shows. Uh, it's two tickets per person, I understand. Uh, and you'll go into a ballot and you can apply until the end, till 10 o'clock on Sunday night. Uh, and then it goes into the ballot, and if you're lucky, you get your names, uh, you get your tickets sent to you uh, for the 5th of February. But do read all the terms and conditions, um, because they will over-allocate tickets, which is normal BBC policy, and, and uh, this happens quite a lot, because some people with free tickets, they don't turn up. So that you've got to make sure that you know you get there early. So do read all the terms and conditions, but it's a great opportunity. bbc.co.uk slash shows and tours. Fantastic. Well, now, you've done a lot of work. Uh, you went, you were on the set for series two um for a piece for uh, points west weren't you yeah we did we went back at uh, just uh, november time it was and we'd done a piece with daisy and charlie after the first episode of uh, the first series went out and we met them in north leach they turned up in their mum's camper van and uh, they came out the back and we just did an interview within the street and nobody knew who they were uh, and then obviously the series gained momentum and uh, we said we'd come back to series two and they said oh that'd be great um, and we went back and we uh, we met Ashley as well, who you've spoken to, who plays Big Mandy. Uh, we did some filming of a scene they were, uh, that Mandy and Kerry were doing in Kerry's house. 
We did a bit of filming in Mandy's house as well. Just got to see how the process works, meet some of the team as well. Uh, and it was great, actually. The, the piece is on, our, on YouTube if you search for it. And it's what was nice is you got to see actually how they work as a team and how you that every from the camera, the lighting to the sounds, to the assistant directors, to the producers, to the researchers, everybody. And it was all very calm did the filming at Mandy's house and they literally just walked up the street to Kerry's house for another scene. Uh, and it, yeah, it was really, really great to see that insight. And of course, having seen some of that, you then want to see how it translates into the actual series. So that's what I'm looking forward to as well. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought you were I've switch. blown you away with my answer. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, oh, I've gone blank. What I was going to say, sorry, my mind's gone blank. Oh, thanks for that. Yeah, no, just no. just chuck it yeah, straight back to me. So, I'm um, just keep talking if you want. No, no, no that's fine. That's fine. So, um, you're a fan of the show anyway, um, or is yeah, it I, is it I, that well, you, you did some work on it so it made you watch the watch the show? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what happened. I completely didn't know anything about it, which says something great about the Gloucestershire reporter for the BBC. And um, it was Faye Hatcher at Radio Gloucestershire who um, said, came in and said, she was talking about, have you seen this thing on BBC Three called This Country set in Gloucestershire? It's, and it's, you know, she was raving about it. And so we watched it in our lunch break at the office. I went, oh, this is fantastic. And mm. it, a part of you, of course, is that, we're based in Gloucestershire. We love the Cotswolds and, and this is a homegrown thing, but we didn't really know much about it. So I was straight on the phone to the press office and said, can we do a piece with Daisy and Charlie? Because Faye had spoken to them as well. And the next day we, we, we did it. And when you, when you get to speak to them and, and again, like when we did the filming behind the scenes, you speak to everybody involved. They're really grateful for the success of it. As, as you know, it's been a long slog for both of them. Um, you know, five, six years in the making this and, you know, various ups and downs along the way. And they're just so overwhelmed by the success. And their star is rising now. You know, Daisy won the Women in TV Awards last year and um, they've been nominated for the Writers Guild Award, which they lost out to on Inside Number 9 this week. But, you know, they were in a great category. Mm. So they've got the BAFTA Breakthrough um, uh, sort of internship for the year as well. So all this stuff is, is they're building now their success and, and well-deserved as well. But I just think it's something to celebrate in Gloucestershire as well. And, and the fact that there's they, they chose to come back home to Sirencester and live here and, and they want to make it just around the corner from where they live. So, yeah, it's something we should absolutely celebrate. So apart from my it's, – it's a no-brainer for, for, for what I do for a living. We would always report on this as well. But the fact that it's such a Gloucestershire success story, success story as well is just wonderful. Well, it is still a, it's still a weird thing to have something that, that you feel is on the cusp of breaking – out of sort of BBC Three and being more mainstream, mm. but then still seeing the guys walking around the streets of Siren as if they're normal people, if that makes sense. Well, this yeah, and, you know, and they turned the lights on, didn't they, this year, and uh, with Slugs and 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 and, the, and other members, and and that's the thing is is for them when we interviewed them for the first time, they nobody knew who they were, and mm. now they they sort of can't really walk down the street in Siren Sester without people recognising them, and that's great, and that's the. The price of fame, isn't Indeed. it? And I, when we did the event with um, uh, with them for the Rock the Cotswolds charity night last year, which I know many of your listeners were at, um, and Paul, who Paul Cooper, their dad, he just made a great joke about how he ended up in Tesco's hoping that somebody was going to recognise him, and somebody <laughs> did, and he was really pleased about that. So, yeah, that, that's what it. But no, and, and they're just a great, great bunch of people, and you can see that from an outsider's view looking in when you meet, you see them all working together. They're just a great family as well, and and I mean the the, the cast and the crew, not, mm. not the fact that it is a real family affair. Um, you know, everybody that works together, they just get on so well. And um, yeah, well, what a way to make a living! 
Absolutely. Well, well that, was, that was what my memory slip was. I was going to ask you about the Rock the Cotswolds and uh, the, mm. your involvement in it and how the night went. Well, it was incredible, actually. It was a, it was a bit of a bit of rock and roll for Charlie and Daisy, actually, because I think the event kicked off it um, quite early at seven o'clock on Saturday night, and we had a five hundred people there. Um, uh, the idea it was the idea of Ollie Christie, who runs Rock the Cotswolds, who who you'll know, and he just came up with this idea of of, of doing an interview with them, and it, and it grew and grew and grew, and we said, well, let's get the cast there, let's get um, director Tom and producer Simon there as well. And I think we could have sold that place over four times, actually. And Daisy and Charlie, they'd, they'd all been filming on the Saturday as well. So they'd sort of turned up with half an hour to go. And we didn't, want to, we didn't tell anybody which cast members were going to be there. And in the end, we had everybody there apart from uh, Ashley, who sadly couldn't make it. She wanted to be there but couldn't get there. So we sort of snuck them into the back of the hall uh, at the Corn Exchange. And, and, and there was just this buzz in the room, and it was incredible. And they started at about sort of 10, 15 minutes to go as we were all getting our microphones on, um, the audience started chanting, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. <laughs> and Charlie and Daisy looked at each other and they would just went, well, the title of your podcast. And uh, <laughs> and, and I think they were amazed about, because they'd sort of rushed in from work effectively because they'd been filming, to this, this, this partisan crowd. And when I introduced them on stage, it was literally like being at Wembley Stadium. I think they were completely blown away and just they were yeah i think they loved it um because they were just completely overwhelmed um because for them you know we were playing clips of the show and they obviously have sat there with their friends and other people watching it but they've not seen the reaction of 500 people laughing and cheering to to stuff that they've wrote they've written and filmed so yeah i think they had a good time and it was nice that the fact that a lot of people traveled there didn't they it wasn't just Gloucestershire-centric. Yeah. It was people from around the country. No, we had people from, from the southeast. I think the furthest people came from Hull, Cornwall, um, or, or, or to Sirencester. And that was it. And it, that was the thing. That's what made it a great night. And, of course, everybody loves the show. So I could have come on and picked my nose and introduced um, Paul Jahidi plays the vicar. And it would have got an equal reaction. You know, it was that the crowd were pumped up that much. So my job was really easy. But to see Paul and, and Slugs and Paul Cooper and... Uh, and Trevor uh, and them all interacting on stage was just brilliant. And uh, yeah, we could have, we overran actually, we could have gone another couple of hours, but it just, it just showed actually for the hardcore fans, um, you know, how much they love it. And I think we'll probably get a, not a sit, well, maybe a similar effect on February the 5th when we show the, the, the two, cause we're going to do a Q and a as well. It won't be as long as the rock, the Cotswolds night, but it will be a chance for, uh, for people to learn a little bit more as well. And, and find out a bit more about the process of series two, because it is for Charlie and Daisy. It's the difficult second album. Indeed. You know, they've, they've had the success of series one. They've got to follow it now. So mm. no pressure. Well, I, I dare you on February the 5th when you in, uh, introduce Daisy and Charlie that you pick your nose. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> I dare oh, you. I dare you. Now. <laughs> yeah, you've I'm got like, to do I'll that. i scratch it just for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what was your highlight of that night then? Um, the highlight of the night, it's a, it's a difficult one, actually. I think it was just that that opening because we'd... We'd edited together a sort of a two-minute sequence of, um, of of series one, uh, and just to, to you know, the, we'd been obviously been working on it for a long time, and and to hear the audience laughing at a little bits was great. You could see Charlie and Daisy poking their nose around the corner, and then when they walked on stage, I think actually that the, the the bit when they walked on, it's on the Rock the Cotswolds Twitter feed. Maybe we, you can retweet it later. Um, Ollie 
videoed it. It's just, it was amazing. And he just went, this is great. It's really going to work. Cause for them, we, we wanted it to work for them and, and for the fans. And it was just brilliant. And that was sort of a big, a big memory for me. And the fact that they walked on stage and we just went, right. Okay. We got it right now. And we, we, you know, the rest is, is really easy because, and they were on great form. Charlie and Daisy were absolutely brilliant. And Daisy, you know, she was heavily pregnant. Uh, she must've been knackered, but she did, she was great. And they met all the fans afterwards with all the selfies and autographs and things. So yeah, really, really good night. Fantastic. Right. Talking to series one, just quickly then Nipsey, what yeah. was your favorite episode? Um, it, it's difficult. I think, Oven Space is probably my favourite. Um, although I love GMVQ because I just love the end, the last the last half of that with how poignant it was, and, mm. and that's where you realise how great the writing is mm. um, for me. But yeah, I mean, it, the Oven Space—that's their waiting for God a moment, isn't it? And, yeah, uh, yeah. To be to, to do that and to write an episode when they're mainly just sat in a kitchen is just fantastic. Well, after we've uh, finished with you, uh, we are going to be uh, recording the first episode of um, doing our like yeah. commentary, if you like, on the first oh, episode. Oh, great, yeah. And I've I've been doing a little bit of research just so I know exactly what's happening. So I, I watched a little bit of it last night. And like you say, you don't realise how layered it is because the one mm. on one hand, it's it there are a load of T-shirts that you can make from... You know, there's plums everywhere and, you yeah. know, all these different kinds of um, quotes, aren't quotes they, yeah. that, that are going to become iconic quotes, if you like. But then on the second, then there's also just poignant moments, like you said. I find it very much like The Office, the British Office, because one minute it can make you laugh, next minute you've got a lump in your throat. Mm. Um, there wasn't a question, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I... Yeah. But I think that shows that, that you know, and, and uh, Tom George, the director, said this on the night, uh, Rob the Colts was actually, and he didn't say it to embarrass Charlie and Daisy, but he, he sort of alluded to the fact they don't realise how good their writing actually is. Mm. Because without, you know, without great writing, you can't really make a great series. And uh, and it's got to start somewhere. And even though there's a bit of improvisation along the way, you know, without Charlie and Daisy's gift to write so cleverly, um, yeah, it's it's incredible. All those little bits, and I, you've just reminded me actually. Another highlight of that rather Cotswolds night, talking of oven space, is Daisy impromptu. We were talking about the, the how they do the Kerry's mum uh, in, with the recording upstairs in, on the speaker, and actually she just impromptu did the whole of the tomato scene uh, on the stage, which is brilliant. We've got that on video, so we'll have to speak to her about releasing that because that was absolutely brilliant. Uh, she did it sort of for both voices, just sat on the stage. That was amazing. Um, but yeah, but it, and like you say, tomorrow is going to be um, a classic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the thing. I, I even messaged Paul, didn't I, mm. to ask if there's any way that we can get hold of uh, Ivy Woodcock. Is that a name on the, on the credits? I think yeah, so. Ivy Woodcock. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that was Daisy. <laughs> really? We, I, I thought, can we get her as a guest? She'd be fantastic as a guest on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't realise. <laughs> I, when I did the intro about the Cotswolds, I said... Um, uh, I said, you know, we've a bit of disappointment tonight. There is one member of the cast that, that couldn't make it. And I said, sadly, Ivy Woodcock isn't going to be here. And everybody groaned. And I went, basically, she couldn't be asked. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, but yeah, it's great. And actually, I think they, in the second series, they're doing it. The, 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 it's from what I understand, the way they do it is slightly different. I think in the first series, um, Daisy was talking about how she basically um, – did it to a, a backing track in time. Right. Uh, so, you know, they recorded it and waiting for the gap. And But in the second series, they're doing it slightly different. I can't remember exactly how they're doing it, but it's it's done a bit slicker, she was saying. Ooh, so um, interesting. So, 
even though, I mean, you wouldn't notice it sounded pretty slick to me in Series 1. No, absolutely. Well, yeah, so, really so wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought no. it, was, it, was, it was Daisy. Um, we won't keep you uh, much longer. Now, every guest that we've had so far has played a little game with us. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but obviously they've been more, because they, they're in it, so maybe they've been better. But this will be interesting to know whether you can do it. We're going to play Kerry or Curtain. Right, OK. Right, I've got five different quotes. You've got to tell me if it's Kerry or Curtain. Oh, my God. OK. OK. Right. Yeah, Neil, yeah. you're going to keep score. I will. Uh, Len, who was on, uh, obviously, yesterday's podcast, uh, got five out of five. So no pressure, wow. Nibsy. No pressure at all. Are you ready? Go for it. Right. I've had a target on my back since the day I was born. Was that Kerry, Kerry. or Curtin? Well done. Kerry. It was Kerry. Well done. Number two. Staggering. I'm ashamed of myself. Staggering, I'm ashamed of myself. Curtain. Well done. Two out of two. Oh, God. Number three. You ran away because I was boring you. Is that a joke? Curtain. Well done. That was to Kaylee, wasn't it? That yeah. was. Indeed yeah, it was. Yeah. Three out of three. Number four. I can really taste the grass. Oh, that could be... That could be Kerry or Curtin. It could well be. Yeah. That's yeah. the name of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I can really taste the... I'm going to go for Curtin again. Well done! Indeed oh! it is! Four out of four. No pressure. So no pressure to make it a full five. Yeah, it's nice having new mates, to be honest. Kerry. Oh, oh it was no, Curtin! Oh! I have to take your first answer. Oh. In true BBC fashion, I'm afraid I have to take yeah, your okay. first answer. Not a bad oh, That's score. not bad. Four, Four out, out of five. five. That's not bad at all, Nibs. <laughs> well done, sir. I should have thought about that more. Well done, sir. So if you want to just run through the details uh, of the uh, you know, how to yeah. get in touch in regards to the Do you get the flying? This is great. So reminder, it's uh, going to be f- Monday, the 5th of February, at the Bingham Hall in Sirencester. We're doing a Q&A with the cast and showing exclusively before anybody else the first two episodes of Series 2, which very few people know anything about. Um, so you can get your tickets for free by going to the website bbc.co.uk slash shows and tours, and we will show you the first two episodes of the new series. Um, and hopefully it'll be an amazing night because we'll have the, the Q&A as well. Daisy and Charlie and Tom George, the director, and Simon Mayhew, Archer, the producer, will be there as well. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be a real, like I said earlier, the, the, what a great opportunity for Gloucestershire fans and many other fans as well. We've got a few hundred tickets, so it should be, there should be plenty of, of uh, chance to get in there to actually see this and experience it, it, it live, effectively, mm. on a real unique night, a real great opportunity. And these episodes, I don't, as far as I'm aware, would only have been shown um, a couple of days previously at a press screening, which is heavily embargoed anyway. Um, so this is a real, really, real great opportunity uh, right here in Gloucestershire. Wonderful. Absolutely. Get in quick for your tickets. And we will tweet out and uh, Instagram all the information as well so that it's all out there again. And when's the the closing date for that? Closing day is Sunday the 21st. So this Sunday, that's going to be, and that's up till 10 p.m. So don't rush. The tickets are free. It's all going to be in a ballot. Um, so, uh, you know, don't think, oh, I've got to get on before. You know, there is plenty of time. But, yeah, the ballot will close at 10 p.m. on Sunday. Okay. And, and as I said earlier, do read the terms and conditions because uh, it's really important. We don't want people to be disappointed. And obviously, if you're listening to this podcast in the future, tough luck. You've missed yeah, out on you your chance it. Of, yeah. of It was a great t- night. <laughs> it, was yeah, fantastic. it was fantastic. You should have been there. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, we're now <laughs> waiting for Series 4 and the yeah. Christmas special and the movie. 
That's what we're waiting for. Uh, Let me throw a question back at you two. Absolutely. Because um, that's what I do for a living. So what is it about the series that you love and why did you set up this podcast? Well, to be fair, the first thing I loved about the series myself was that it was relevant to being local. So yeah. instantly, as well as it being very funny, uh, well-written, great, well-acted straight away, it was the fact that it was local. And, uh, and it was just really nice to have that inclusion. So something about the Cotswolds and Gloucestershire is never often represented in that way. It's always represented either, you know, hoity-toity or the posh Cotswolds and things like that. And to see that side of it with humour, and like I said, back when we first interviewed Daisy and that, we all know somebody like Mandy and things like that. So it's that relation and the relevance to what you know is of living around here all your life. And it just struck a chord with me straight away. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, when we we interviewed Daisy a couple of years ago, when it was still being called Kerry, it was uh, going to yeah. be on ITV, and she was obviously filmed the uh, the pilot, pilot at yeah, the vault in, Siren, in, system, in yeah. Siren and stuff like that. Um, so we knew that something was happening when we when I first saw the the trailers uh, for the first episode. I thought I'll have a watch and have a look because normally pilot episodes of comedy shows aren't fantastic because they're trying to find their feet and they're trying to and i can remember we had daisy charlie and paul in the day day after it was after the second episode after the second episode yeah and i was struck by how good that first episode was and how it didn't feel like it was a pilot episode it felt like they knew exactly what they wanted to do and it just felt like everything clicked perfectly in the very first episode which is very rare when it comes to a comedy show Mm. And to do the, the to do the the podcast, I mean, you know us, Nibsy. We'll yeah. we'll do anything to to start a new podcast. We we <laughs> yeah. don't care. We're we're, we're just in, in talks about doing a Nibsy podcast. We just got to try oh, and get your, that, that your would be amazing. <laughs> get your <laughs> approval. Um, but it's also I, I, the fact that we 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 know Daisy and Charlie a bit, and we know yeah. Paul. I don't think that would have mattered. I think because it's it's one of those shows that you want to be there on the ground level, because yeah. like you've said that you. They're teetering on the brink of being the next big thing, I think, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a hell of a ride. I think for them, I think they're going to absolutely gonna... the fact that you've got major stars, you know, your Jack Whitehalls and Russell Browns and people like that retweeting and saying how great it is. They are on that brink, aren't they? Mm, I and, think so. And fair play to them; they deserve it wholeheartedly. Indeed. Thank you. I for just the thought of your next guest, actually, Go on, who you should try and get. Uh, you may know her actually at the Rock the Cotswolds event. The real Mandy was there. The real Mandy. Oh, really? The real Mandy was there. Yeah, you're t- she, and she stood up and got a massive cheer because we couldn't get uh, Ashley couldn't make it. So the next best thing was the real Mandy, who Big Mandy is based on, was there. We're gonna have and to. That's gonna be. Gonna you've to, got to get her in the shed. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. we're gonna have to get her name off you. Either that or do it over Skype if she's like the real Mandy, because it might be a bit <laughs> yeah, dangerous. She, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We might not, we might not no, want her to like, know where we live. As, no, she, she lives local to you guys, and, um, yeah, she was uh, she was happy to lap up a bit of applause. So, yeah, I sh- I've said it now. You've got to get her on. Absolutely. No, we will now. We'll we do will now. Well, thank you very much, yes. Nibsy. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you, as always. As ever. Thank you very much, Nibsy. Thank and you, we'll sir. look forward to seeing you on the 5th. Indeed, indeed. We'll have another chat with you. Uh, Catch Nibsy on uh, Points West. Uh, You got any other big stories you're working on at the moment? Not that I'm telling you guys. Oh right. (laughs) 
I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, I, think I, I did some knitting on the TV last week, which is a, I saw a nitty the first, and there might be more knitting coming up. Wow. Um, but then, you know, I was just making myself like sound like Alan Partridge, aren't I? <laughs> no, God. Nibsy uh, knitting. Yes, and some very serious news as well. Okay. Yeah, okay. Honest. <laughs> Knit, knitting with Nipsey. Is knitting with. So now that, that's not a, a show. If that's not a title for a podcast, I don't know what is. Knitting with Nipsey. Yeah. There's oh, a, a nice ring to that, isn't there? <laughs> Just the merchandise proposals will make, make us rich beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> Regional news at its best. You never think you see that on Points West, and you will. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Thank you very much, Neil. Thank you very much, and Pam. Also, remember you can come and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at WTAF This Country. Go to our website, pancast.co.uk. You can see all the different podcasts we do. Go to iTunes and leave us a review and come and subscribe. Uh, top 100 in the TV and film in the UK. Got it's to amazing, isn't it? We did get Christmas. to number six. We keep popping in and out of the charts. It's getting a little bit of a thing now that I have to keep looking every five minutes. It's doing my head in. It really is. Um, I think that's it. That is. That's it, everybody. Thank you very much. We'll see you again next week for the first episode uh, rundown of this country, season one, episode one, Scarecrow. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. Go get plumbed, you dickheads. <laughs> Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal.